At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome to Extra, the podcast. It's great to be with all of you. I'm Melvin Robert. We hope that you all had a really great holiday season and the happiest of New Year's. It was a big week in Hollywood, and we have some great interviews for you today. The biggest stars in Hollywood turned up in full force at the Golden Globes this week. Succession brought home Best Drama Honors, and the fellows of the hit show chatted with me right after nabbing their big award. Then, Gypsy Rose Blanchard was locked away in prison for eight and a half years after the headline-grabbing murder of her mother. Just a week after being released, Gypsy talks to us here at Extra about whether she thinks her punishment was justified and how she got through life in lockup. Plus, Kevin Hart is flexing his chops as an action star in the new movie Lift. He sits down with Extra to talk about the new high-stakes heist film. But first, it was an exciting night for the Bear at the Golden Globe Awards this week. The show nabbed Best Television Series, Musical, or Comedy, as well as awards for stars Jeremy Allen White and Ayo Edebury. I caught up with the stars right after their big win, and they explained why they believe their tight-knit cast is the key to their success. Plus, you have to hear their reactions to co-star Jeremy Allen White's steamy Calvin Klein underwear campaign. Congratulations, y'all. Thank you. How are you feeling? Very good. Very good? Who did y'all get to see tonight? Is there anybody that you got to see tonight that you really wanted to see and mingle with? Each other. Each other? Yes. I got to say hello to my dude, John Krasinski. And I just shot something with him, and it was great to see him get hugged up. But it was hard. There was everywhere I looked, there was somebody amazing that I, I admired and grew up watching. So it was it was fantastic. A big one for you tonight. Love that you shouted out the assistance for your agent and your manager. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> I'm very grateful to them. It's a hard job and um, a thankless one, and I'm, I'm grateful to them. They really answer my emails and my calls at unfortunate times, and that's also something I can work on myself. Yeah. I see you all over there chuckling. Why? Is this because you really truly are a family and you're laughing at your sister? Yes. <laughs> Dude, y'all just have so much fun on the set. What's it like? Is it like this? I think it's honestly everyone like hangs out and like everyone loves each other and it's an amazing thing and like I don't know, it's just I still think it's funny because like Jeremy told me he's like this isn't what it's usually like and and I'm very happy and grateful that we're all together and it's like how it is. Yeah. Jeremy, we talked to you last year. Congratulations once again. What does it all mean to you, man? I think it means we're doing something right, you know, like we, we made this show and there were no expectations. We weren't in space or we didn't have any movie stars and we, we did this thing and I don't think anybody saw it coming and, yeah. and we're still um, we're, we're still here and that's amazing. It's yeah, great. it's a blessing. Okay, I have a, I have a really serious question to ask you all. Okay? I feel like I know what it is. What went through your mind when you all saw this? Oh my god. <laughs> I think I know what's going What you doing? Putting it away. <laughs> Why are you putting it away? Putting it away from my boy. That's my boy. This is family. This is family. This is a work function. You know what I mean? This was work, but this was this was work too. Underwear awards, you know? like we're here to talk about uh, our show. But when we are inevitably invited to those the underwear awards, awards we'll then talk about it. What did all the chatter about this, Jeremy? What did it mean to you? How are you receiving it? How are you dealing with it? Uh, it's all, you know, I feel very far away from it. Uh, it happened the other day. I got to go to Houston and I saw the billboard and that was really nice. Um, and then otherwise, I've like been on planes to be with my family and I've had to... Does it make you uncomfortable? Sure. Does it? <laughs> yes. You look great. Thanks. You're working out. Eating, what, what's the regimen? What's the diet regimen? What's the workout regimen? No, I've been I treating Jeremy. Oh, you've been treating him. Yeah, three years. And if you want any more info, it, it, costs, a, it costs a lot of money. It costs a lot of money. So, yeah, contact my business email. IO's getting um, people fit at .com, um, .co uk. Thank you, IO. You're welcome. Uh, thanks, y'all. Thank you. Congratulations. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. 
<laughs> they are the best. And you can find The Bear on Hulu. Now, another big winner at the Golden Globes was Succession. The show won Best Drama, and I caught up with the fellas, including Kieran Culkin, who reveals that he blacked out after his name was called. Plus, Matthew McFadyen dishes on getting to meet Matt Damon. Here with us now is the Golden Globe winning cast of Succession. How are you all doing? I like this green suit. I appreciate that. Fresh. Yeah, I'm dressed. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Don't as well. Jenny Ricker. Okay. Stylist name. Yeah. Shout it out. How about that? What went through your mind when they called your name? Uh, I can't remember. It was a blur. It really was. Yeah. 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 And you? Blackout. Yeah. This too. Yeah. This too. You said you said you didn't think twenty years ago when you were nominated for Igby Goes Down, you didn't think you'd be here again, really? No. Yeah. No. I mean, no. But it was this show that did. I don't know. Again, I think I said something like, "Oh, it doesn't matter," or and it was fine or something. I just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Just sort of accepted that I was never going to be back. Kind of nice Here you are. Yeah, it was cool. What do you think it was about this show that captivated audiences? People love Succession. That's the writing. I think it's just a, you know, I think Jesse and his team of writers are just extraordinary. And they, they, I think it's the, I think it's the writing. And I think it's the, it's the family dynamic as well. People love that. You know, dysfunctional family. Yeah, and you recognize types and, you know, is there anybody that y'all got to see tonight that you really have always wanted to meet or see that you just had not had the opportunity to? Matt Damon. Matt Damon? Yeah? Did you talk to him? Yeah. And what happened? He's just lovely. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. I don't want. I just met Jack Black, and he sang the, the song Peaches. And my kids love the Super Mario Brothers movie, so like, I was like, I said, I was like, I should get a picture with him to show. He's like, he doesn't look like Bowser. Like, they're not going to get the picture. Yeah, yeah. Who's that fuzzy guy? He sang Peaches. No, he didn't. Bowser. Thirty-nine years ago, I tested for a movie with Robert Downey Jr. and Patricia Clarkson, and none of us got it. You know, <laughs> but I, I saw him. So I'm like, so things are going well. Very yeah. <laughs> well. Were y'all ready to say goodbye to the series of these characters? <laughs> we haven't really said to them yet. Yeah, no, not really ready, but you know, understanding. And finally, what's the rest of the night like for y'all? You go to parties? We travel it together in a, in a group? Yeah, yeah one big succession. Van, yeah, yeah, bus. It's we have like succession. A partridge family. Yeah. But it's succession. <laughs> bus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Always called the Whoopi Boys. Which was what did it get made? It did get made a, a, a bit later, and I, uh, Michael O'Keefe was in it. Ah, oh, Michael O'Keefe. Yeah. Was he? Yeah, the one that got made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As they do. As they do. Yeah. Got to do a remake. Yeah. yeah sure. Whoopi yeah. yeah. Boys. Whoopi Boys. Yeah. Ask him about the cufflinks. Cufflinks. What's up with the cufflinks? Can we see? What's up with the cufflinks? Told you. I told. Sorry. I broke a cufflink. What happened? What happened with the cup? No. How'd you break I hate it? Myself. How did you break it? I just, I was, I didn't know. I think I was choosing like confident, bro. I don't know. Oh, it was a real nervous. Yeah. You're nervous. Yeah. yeah. You have no idea. Birthday yeah. yeah. present now for Matthew. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations, y'all. Really nice to talk to you. Thank you for Thank taking you. the time. You can find all episodes of Succession on Max. 
All right, now to this. Nearly nine years after the sensational headline-grabbing murder of her mother, and just a week after being released from prison, Gypsy Rose Blanchard is a social media superstar. And she's just as surprised as anybody else. Gypsy sits down with extra special correspondent Melissa Moore, and she reveals whether she thinks her punishment was justified. Plus, Gypsy explains how she got through life in lockup. This is my first time interviewing you outside of prison. It's very surreal. <clears throat> I'm seeing you now with makeup for the first time. I know. And your hair curled and a dress and yes. not in khakis. I know. Okay, so it has been almost exactly a week since you've been released from prison on December 28th. I believe it was 3 a.m. Yes. How does it feel to be a free woman for the first time? It feels amazing. I am loving my newfound freedom. Like this is better than I had been dreaming of actually. Was there anything overwhelming in the real world? Um, yes, there was, there was a couple of um, issues with paparazzi. Um, that was kind of scary. Um, it's a little bit of an adjustment. How did that make you feel? I'm nervous. Um, I just kind of wanted to get to our location and then be done. Um, and then there was this guy filming me with his phone and it ended up on the internet. And those were the first, first few photos of me outside of prison. And I was kind of upset that I couldn't control the narrative of when those photos were taken or how they were taken. So. I know some of the first photos I saw of you actually were you were not wearing shoes. <laughs> Tell me what yeah. happened. So Christy had bought me a pair of boots to walk out of prison in and they didn't fit. So whenever I put them on, I tried to zip them up and they didn't fit. I'm like, oh no, what am I gonna do? So, and those were the only shoes that I had. So I had to go and get some new shoes. Did you even know your shoe size? I didn't, no. Um, I thought that I was a five because I was wearing a five in prison. Mm. Turns out I'm a six, <laughs> so. Did you even know what size you wore in clothing? I didn't, no. I, I didn't know sizes very well. So um, sizes with clothing and shoes was a complete mystery to me. Okay. okay. Even my, my wardrobe is kind of mixed. I have sixes, I have eights, I have all kind of across the board clothes right now. What are you most excited about? I'm most excited about um, starting my new life, just enjoying everything that I didn't get to do before. So just really enjoying myself right now. But also you've gotten an enormous amount of attention. You have how many followers on Instagram and TikTok? Currently, last time I checked, 6.4 million. What do you think of all this attention? Um, to be quite honest, I, I, I don't know how to feel right now. I mean, um, the massive amount of support is amazing. Um, I, I definitely appreciate the support. Um, I'm just kind of adjusting right now. I don't, I don't know where to kind of put my feelings on the spectrum of things. Mm -hmm. Is it hard to, well, you know, looking back, I, something that crossed my mind is that you got a lot of attention when you were in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. I think it was like more sympathy. Mm -hmm. And then now you're getting attention because people like who you are mm -hmm. or they're, I feel like people are rooting for you. Mm -hmm. Do you feel, what do you feel about the attention or the, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
How do you feel about the the support that you're getting? Mm -hmm. I feel like the support that I'm getting now is based on who I am as a person. Um, I think that it's genuine. Um, I don't feel that it's for sympathy. Um, and, and I welcome that, that kind intentions. Um, I always felt very ashamed and embarrassed for you know, the times that people were kinder to me because they thought that I was dying. Mm -hmm. um, so now when people are kind to me, I at least know that it's because, hey, they like me. <laughs> For sure. And you have one of your TikToks mm -hmm. got 64, over 64 million mm -hmm. downloads. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that, making that TikTok. Uh, you know, all it was was it was um, I took it on New Year's Eve and I was in the living room of my apartment and I just wanted to wish everybody a happy New Year's Eve. And it hit boom, 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 like... 64 million views. I'm like, this is incredible. Have you read the comments? <laughs> no, um, I really don't try to go dive deep into comments. I'll, I'll scroll and I'll, I'll glance at it, but I won't sit there for hours reading comments. And, and plus there's like 2 million comments. So I don't think I can get all those comments read. Have you even looked at your DMs? No, I haven't looked at my DMs. Um, I'm sure I have a million messages. How long were you in prison? I was in prison for eight and a half years. Do you feel that your sentence was fair or do you think it was too long? <clears throat> Um, I think that my sentence was fair. Um, I take it as a learning experience. I feel like if I had not been sent to prison, I don't think that, that I would have acclimated to society as well as I am today. Mm -hmm. um, and plus, like I did something wrong, so I take accountability for that. I recall in a former time that we had been speaking that you told me that you felt <coughs> free for the first time mm -hmm. in prison. And now you're actually free, for real free. Is there a difference? Um, yes, there there is at least some differences. Um, actually, a lot of differences. Um, I think prison was the first experience of life outside of my mother. Um, and now, this first week out, this is an experience of life outside of prison. So I think that I gradually stepped into complete freedom in the best way. No, I would agree because mm -hmm. now now that you're a totally free woman, yeah. do you look at your prison sentence and see where you were restricted? I do. In a different way. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I see um, you know, the restrictions on everything from what to wear, what shoes, what to watch. Um, and now I see that I have complete freedom. <laughs> One of the things that concerned me about what life would be like for you as a free woman was that I know you had roll call every so hours and I don't even remember your schedule, but yeah. I was thinking it's almost like a, and it becomes like an internal clock. Exactly, exactly. At four o'clock when I'm staring at my phone now, I'm like, I feel like I have somewhere to be. What has been the most difficult experience in prison and maybe even as a free woman so far, what has been the most difficult experience? Um, I think the most difficult experience in prison was having to watch my family hit those milestone moments. Like my brother got married. Um, my sister, she graduated and you know, she's in nursing school now. So missing on those milestone moments with my family was hard. Um, now we're making up for those moments. Um, most difficult moments 
outside of prison has just been acclimating to the attention. I'm, I'm kind of a shy person um, in a social setting, so um, all this attention, I just don't know how to react to it. I want to be nice to people, but I'm kind of like standoffish at the same time, so where's that balance for me? Tell me about the music that inspired you or the artist that inspired you while you were serving your time in prison. Okay, so um, I am a Taylor Swift fan. Um, her music is incredible, and I've been a fan for a long time. Um, one of the songs that I felt really resonated with me was Eyes Open, um, because it's about you know standing your ground, making sure that you are prioritizing yourself, make sure no one bullies you, um, really coming into your own and your own self-confidence. Um, so I really enjoy listening to her music in prison and outside of prison. Do you think you'll be going to a Taylor Swift concert? Someday. I'd like to. Someday. <laughs> the tickets are very expensive. I did also see, Gypsy, that you had tweeted to Kim Kardashian mm -hmm. about prison reform. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that, that tweet that you sent to Kim. Yes. Yeah, so um, I actually reposted a post that she posted probably about four or five years ago um, where she was listing her favorite documentaries to watch at that time. Um, and I was sent a screenshot of it. So I reposted it and now that I'm free, so I just decided to sit, give her a shout out. Um, and like, I think it would be cool because she has that celebrity aspect of things and she has also a huge platform for prison reform and I have been in prison. So I think having those two elements to each other, I think we could probably do some good for the world. So you have done other documentaries. What mm -hmm. makes this documentary with Lifetime, mm -hmm. Prison Confessions of Gypsy Rose different than any other project or any documentary on your story? Mm -hmm. Well, I think the, the difference between this documentary and all the rest of what's already been put out is, for me, I wasn't ready to open up about certain things in my life at that time, and now I am. And so I'm really sharing my whole truth, um, and it's more about me, self-discovery of my own story. Um, I was learning things from other people about my story that I didn't know myself. So, you know, this documentary, it really is special to me um, because you see me grow from one time period to another and it's, it's really impressive. Do you regret what happened and do you feel like there was any other way to escape? Of course I regret what happened. Um, I have moments that I still cry. I have moments that I still grieve. Um, I still have the trauma from it. Um, I, if I could go back in time, I absolutely would. Um, but that's not reality. So I'm doing the best I can to move forward with my life and just do my best to be an advocate going forward and giving a voice to the voiceless and sharing my story. So maybe if somebody was going through the same thing, they watch my story and maybe they won't make the same decisions that I did. I know you got married in prison. I did. And Ryan's here. Are you sad that your mom didn't get to see you get married? I am sad. I, I think there's a part of myself that would have wanted my mother to meet Ryan mm -hmm. um, because he is so kind and genuine and he loves me for all the right reasons. So. Mm -hmm. Well, let's let introduce us to Ryan. All right, Ryan, come here, baby. Yay! How did you and Gypsy meet? Um, 
Well, I, I wrote her a letter and just told her what her story meant to me. And and at the end of my letter, I put my email address and she decided to write me back. I don't know, you know, she loved the fact that I was from Louisiana and that kind of got her to email me back. Now, Jesse, I know you got a lot of attention in prison from, mm -hmm. from male suitors. How many letters did you get in prison from men? Probably over 250. And what stood out about Ryan? Um, Ryan's just genuine. Um, and, and plus, he wasn't trying to get into a relationship with me right at, from the start. Um, it grew naturally. And I really, really liked that. So at first, we just started off as friends. And then we just bonded and just clicked and connected so naturally. And I think that that's what set him apart from everyone else is we grew this naturally. It wasn't initiated out of anything else. How long have you two been communicating um, before you met Gypsy in prison? Uh, let's see, the first time I talked to her on the phone was May 4th of 2020. And mm -hmm. I know that because it was May the 4th be with you in Star Wars Day. <laughs> and I just remember that. I don't think I didn't use that to my advantage. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. <laughs> so I did use that to my advantage. But uh, then we met the first day I saw this beautiful girl walk in the visiting room was uh, July 2nd of 2021. So we were talking a year and two months before I actually got to meet her. Yeah. And then how did you decide to propose to Gypsy? Oh, I knew right away that I wanted to marry her. So I I, uh, I kind of snuck in a ring in the visiting room. And, and I got in trouble for it. And she did get in trouble for it. But it was worth it because I got to propose with a real ring. What are your plans for the future? Do you want to have a family? That's yes. always the goal. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, timeline on when is up in the air. But right. absolutely. What kind of mother would Gypsy be? Oh, she'd be the best. She'd be the best. Look how sweet. And she's so sweet. I think, I, so think I would be the stricter one, though. I think you would be the one to, like, you think cave. I'd be the teddy you bear? would be the teddy bear. You would so cave into everything. Maybe just a little. Maybe a little. Maybe just a little. <laughs> just because you get away with stuff doesn't mean I can't. <laughs> Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Prison Confessions of Gypsy Rose Blanchard airs on Lifetime. 
Next up, everybody, Kevin Hart is flexing his chops as an action star in the new movie Lift. Extras Carlos Greer catches up with Kevin and his co-stars about their new high-stakes heist film. Plus, Kevin reveals how he convinced Chris Rock to team up for their comedy special. So this movie, there's so much action in it. You're speed racing on boats. You're mm. fighting in midair on the plane, which were the craziest scenes to me. How terrified were y'all doing these scenes? Give them, a, give them real terror. Well, we had, we had story to terror. Mm. Yeah, tell them the story to boat. This is extra. This is good for extra. Yeah, a good clip for extra. We had, I, we had two terrible stories. Well, yours is you. I was doing the barrel rolls, yep. and that was. Terrible. Yeah. Like, not nice at all. <laughs> and then we had this little scare with the boat. We almost died. We almost Let's died, basically, this. in we, Venice. Yeah. I swear right. to God. That's right. We're not, yeah, yeah. You heard what I said. I heard what you we said. We almost died. <laughs> we almost died. Like, literally. In Venice. In, in Venice. In a Can speed you imagine boat. that? In a speedboat, right? Uh, this is the scene where we got to, like, get yep. some chase some chase footage. Yeah. Uh, and we're sitting in a speed bump, but we're going against mm. the chop in the water. And speed bump, <laughs> the boat's, like, hitting the chop and getting higher and higher. And after, we like, the third one. never told why. Yeah. Well. Because I was supposed to drive that. You're supposed somebody, to drive well, They had the stunt lady, right? Somebody had this amazing idea about putting a stun. Yeah. Driving. Yeah. But it was me and the stun was on the ground, they were on the ground. Yeah. Like a terrible idea, right? So how did you prepare? <laughs> oh, there was no prep. We said, let's just do it. All right, this is one of those things we were like, let's just go out there and do it. By the way, I may solely be responsible for this. <laughs> now that I think about it, because I got just want to do stuff. Right, let's just no, do come it. on, come on, let's yeah. just go. Well, you know what? They're both amazing question askers. Right? <laughs> when are we, are you sure? We should, we're fine, let's go, get in the boat. Man, we hit this, we came down. That boat like did a little turn. Yeah. You saw the camera guy go this way. Right. Almost got the boat. We flew this way. I remember uh, Gary Hat came off, uh, and I sat there because, as you know, I'm an action star, and I kept it composed to make sure everybody was okay. And my thing was, who do I gotta save if they went in the water? Because I'm also a Navy SEAL swimmer. Um, so, and knowing that, knowing that, I said, as you can see, my voice is also changing because I remember the day like the back of my hand. But seriously, how much fun was it working with each other? The chemistry was really great, and it seemed so real. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody just brings such a different energy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the character, huh? He's moving on, and you're, you're just keeping the same character. Like, you don't care. <laughs> It was great. It was yeah. great, man. We got we got lucky. We got a great group of people. Yeah. Um, great group of talented actor and actresses um, who all came in, not only prepared, but they came in poised and polished enough to elevate the material at hand. Like mm -hmm. what we were supposed to get on paper, uh, we superseded. Like we we went above and beyond it with the performances. Um, people made mountains out of molds, mm -hmm. which is really dope. Yeah. And Google, this is your first serious kind of action role? 
Is yeah, right? you know, I've done some action and stuff in Loki and, you know, in the Marvel world. But I think, honestly, I've got bigger fight sequences in this movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's been amazing. I think, you know, I was pinching myself. We were filming in Venice, doing these boat chases down the Grand Canal, sprinting through St. Mark's Square at dawn. Um, you know, these amazing fight sequences that we had to work on on the plane. So, yeah, it's been it's been a great experience. And Kevin, I have to, I mean, you are the GOAT, so I have to ask you this because you're being honored with the Mark Twain Award. Mm -hmm. How does that, how does that feel? What does that honor mean to you? I mean, look, it's an amazing, uh, it's an amazing thing, right? I think it'll hit me um, when a day, when a day comes. Um, but it's like unbelievable just to be in that company, right? When, and to think about what the award means, um, sharing that space with the legends that are in it. Uh, it's a it's a big deal. It's extremely humbling. But, you know, I think when I get there and I'm able to kind of sit in it, it, it'll hit different. Uh, I'll probably get emotional. You know, mm -hmm. I won't cry because that's not what action stars do. <laughs> but I'll, you know, I'll probably have a, you know, I may... There may be an inklet of a of a feeling, right? That I'll, I'll I'll verbalize and say I feel something, and then back away from the microphone. Are we gonna get a part two? A lift oh, part two. If everybody so. watches it, January twelfth. The stage is set for it. We know. The stage is set for it. All we're looking for is some global engagement. Mm -hmm. I need some analytics that match and give an understanding of why why this is a must to bring back. Right. And just last question, because I want to ask you about your Netflix show mm -hmm. with uh, Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. uh, how did that come about, you and Chris being on stage together? Uh, the idea came about um, from me just wanting to do something with my brother. I was like, you know, we both are on the road. Um, what do you think about co-headlining an event? And he was like, I'm down. I said, let's just do, let's just do it to where there's no host, there's nothing. It's just a baton pass. And we give two straight hours of comedy, but of back-to-back -back hours. And he was like, I love it. So let's take over New York. Let's just do all of the boroughs in New York. He jumped into it, and then I got the idea to film it. And I had to hoodwink Chris into understanding like that it would be cool to film it. Uh, Chris is a little stubborn, so he wouldn't have jumped at the opportunity out the gate. So I lied to him. Uh, <laughs> and I told him it was one thing when it was another. And as it went on, he was able to kind of grasp the idea a little bit, uh, but never saw it becoming what it actually came out to be. And um, we were both blown away by the end result. People are going to... I think people are really going to walk away with a different understanding of him, uh, myself, our journeys. And hopefully I, I would hope that they grab onto the concept that uh, there doesn't have to be just one, you know, one person at the top. Right. There's so much room for all and we should celebrate each other along the way. And that's what this is. It's a story of two conglomerates celebrating and choosing to amplify and uplift our stories by sharing it together. I know. Well, thank you all very much. The Yeah. Heist is streaming on Netflix January 12th. Well, that's all we've got for you today, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to listen and follow on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you next time.